Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. KYA is sponsored by TBR. TBR is Book Riot's new subscription service offering tailored book recommendations for readers of all stripes. Been dreaming of a stitch fix for books? Now it's here. Tell TBR about your reading preferences and what you're looking for, and sit back while your bibliologist handpicks recommendations just for you. TBR offers plans to receive hardcover books in the mail or recommendations by email, so there's an option for every budget. Visit mytbr.co, that's mytbr.co, to sign up. That's mytbr.co. Welcome to Hey YA, from great new books to favorite classic reads, from news stories to the latest in on-screen adaptations, Hey YA is here to elevate the exciting world of young adult lit. Hey YA is a book right podcast hosted by me, Kelly Jensen, alongside Eric Smith. We are recording on Friday, February 1st, 2019, and in case you forgot it, we were name-dropped in a Forbes article, and we don't want you to forget that. Yes, this is very important. We're going to mention it every single podcast episode. <laughs> How's it going? Not bad, not bad. Still getting settled into the new house. Uh, now that we actually have a, a well, a house, I can record like <laughs> upstairs away from the dog and away from the baby. So it's nice. I miss them. But now there's not going to be all that noise. Aww. I'm sure you'll have guest appearances still, right? It's true. I mean, there's only, there's only so much protection a... Uh, flight of stairs can prevent that that sound from carrying so <laughs> what about you, you what's going on um you know i have been working on a project that is um called the summer scares reading program and it's part of a, a collaboration between the horror writers association united for libraries library journal and school library journal and book riot um they're all partners in this program with the goal of getting horror into the hands of more readers um, in libraries and in schools. So um, I've been on the YA committee for this, and I've been reading horror and thinking about horror quite a bit, and I'm really, really excited that uh, we picked three books as winners, and we'll get to announce them on Valentine's Day, which makes perfect sense. Like, I think you should announce anything horror-related on you know, a day meant for, like, love and romance. Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. <laughs> because what else is, you know, perfectly bloody uh, but love and romance? So, uh, yeah, that's that's been my big, like, project recently, and um, I'm really excited about the winners. They're all um, backlist titles, so readers will be able to pick them up, like, right away. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. And then um, in terms of reading, I'm reading an alien book right now. And it's funny, like, I forget how much I like alien books until I start reading one. And this is Daniel Krause's upcoming Bent Heavens. It comes out in October, um, I believe. It's it's in the fall sometime. But um, it's 
it's a really gruesome alien story, Ooh. and I didn't realize that that was a thing like I really wanted. But the main character is this really um, tough and hurt and. I would even go as far as to say unlikable female main character, which those are all things I love. And she's also kind of violent. Um, And she finds an alien with one of her uh, neighbors. So there's more to it than that. But I'm taking this one really slow and uh, super into it. Krauss is one of my favorite horror writers. And now he's taking... um, horror and, and applying it to science fiction, which is what Amy Lukovics did in her last book, too, which, if this is a trend we're going to see in YA, I'm all for it. Yeah. What about you? What have you been reading? Or I see you read a note here about aliens. Yeah, so, you know, it's really interesting that you say you love alien books, because I feel like I have such a hard time with them, you know? Like, I love sci-fi, but there's something about, like, I don't know, like, kid meets alien, they go on adventures. I just have a hard time, like, catching on to that wave, you know, that fifth wave, perhaps. <laughs> um, I don't know, I like my sci-fi, like, a little more grounded. Um, but then I think about it, and I'm like, oh, well, I really like Contagion, which had that alien plague, and then A Conspiracy of Stars, which is just aliens everywhere, mm-hmm. but it's really more about, like, colonization. So maybe it just takes a certain kind of alien book. I, uh, I don't know. It could be. Um, like, for me, the thing I like about aliens is when they're alien encounters on planet Earth. And there's something about the idea of an uh, of a creature from another planet, like, being dropped in here. And it's less about, for me, it's less about, like, the creature itself and more about, like, what the human learns about themselves or discovers about... Uh, the nature of being human, and that's that's really what grips me. It's far more of the um, like internal side of things and the external side of things. Um, but it's interesting you bring up those two things because they're very adventure based. Yeah, no, that's true. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's maybe that's the issue. I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> have to think about it. What have you been reading, you know? Uh, so I'm terrible. I haven't read anything in like two weeks. Uh, unpacking and getting caught up on, on, you know, on work has, has definitely taken over. Uh, I have arcs of the revolution of Bertie Randolph, uh, and a place of her worlds by Kosiko Jackson. They're just like sitting on my desk right now. Um, I've read like a page or two and I'm really excited to actually like have some time to like maybe go to a coffee shop and just like finish them in a day. Um, so that's what I'm going to dive into when I have a moment. You just made me think that we should, like, create a day, a Hey YA reading day, where, like, everybody who listens goes to the coffee shop for the day with the stack of books they've been reading to read and just Ooh, reads. That's really cool. That's a cool idea. Yeah. Let's put that in the think tank for, like, sometime this summer, maybe. Yeah. You know? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> also, speaking of unpacking and, and settling in, oh, my God, I got an email from... Uh, like apparently my neighbor at my old apartment was just like getting fed up with seeing all the piles and piles of books showing up with Eric Smith on them. So he Googled me uh, and emailed me. He's like, hey, I think you're my old neighbor. Uh, There's a lot of books here and I don't know what to do. (laughs) I sent a really awkward email to like the property manager to be like, hey, you can open all of this mail. Uh, If you want to give me the email addresses and the press releases, that'd be great. Uh, But then just give all the books away mm-hmm. like i don't know what to do go to the library see if they want them but uh <laughs> somewhere in michigan there's just like a pile of books uh that have been sitting there for like two months i feel really bad 
When I moved last January, um, part of the like really funny part was the person who bought my house was this 80-year-old woman and her son, and uh, they received my book mail for uh months and months, months. and months oh. and i i told him like when we signed the papers i said just so you know you might get a lot of books and she thought it was really funny and then eventually kept calling and saying can you please pick up these books like this is this is too much um eventually i said the same thing you did just you know give them to somebody who would like them or donate them um but yeah, that's one of the consequences of moving when you're a book person yeah, and don't even think about, you know? Like, I tried my best. I emailed, like, every publicist, but... <laughs> shall, we, uh, shall we hit our first sponsor yes, and then please. dig into the show? Um, our first sponsor is The Me I Meant to Be and HMH Teen. Best friends Willa and Floor have every intention of sticking to their girl code, but some rules are meant to be broken in this swoony contemporary romance about finding yourself and following your heart by New York Times bestselling author Sophie Jordan. It's for fans of Jenny Han, Casey West, and Stephanie Perkins. Steamy romance in the age of girl code? Hashtag squad goals and social media. This book takes a deeper look at friendships between girls and how sustaining and powerful they can be, but also how expectations and pressures can be restrictive. Real life is explored in issues such as teen pregnancy in the family, financial strain, divorce, and more. And that is The Me I Meant to Be by HMH, by Sophie Jordan from HMH Teen. <laughs> by HMH Teen. Yeah, yeah. that sounds great. <laughs> it does. And it's fitting for what we're going to talk about first do you want to uh Dig on in? this is all yours yeah. absolutely so by the time this hits valentine's day will just be a few days away uh and i thought it'd be fun to dig into why novels um for people who hate valentine's day because <laughs> i'm sure you're going to see a lot of lists floating around you know top 10 ya contemporary romances for you know swooning on valentine's day etc cetera, etc cetera. so we want to talk about uh ya novels that talk about breakups with awful people who deserve it or why novels about really great friendships or maybe why, but that doesn't have any, any romance uh, at all in them. So these are some novels for those of you who uh, aren't a big fan of Valentine's day. And uh, yeah, we're going to list a couple of these and then you can look up some horror novels. Thanks to Kelly and her <laughs> other projects. Um, do you want to go first? Yeah, sure. Um, so my first pick on here, uh, oh, I lost my spot. <laughs> oh, is uh, is Jacoby by William Ritter. Um, I love recommending this book because it's like Sherlock squished together with Doctor Who. Uh, and it's this really fun mystery series because it's just, uh, it's a delight. It's up to book four uh, and introduces readers to Abigail Rook uh, and the mysterious R.F. Jacoby. Uh, the two of them investigate the paranormal and unexplainable. Uh, in the first book, uh, they're trying to find a serial killer who is uh, struck in New England, uh, and it blends together just so much from being a, a Y historical that takes place in, I think it's like 1890-ish, somewhere in there, uh, to a paranormal novel, to a mystery, and it's just this delightful genre blend uh, without, any, without any swooning or romance. So uh, that is Jacoby by William Ritter. I recommend picking it up as well as the uh, following three. Um, and on a shallow note, they are designed beautifully and look so mm. good, so good on the bookshelf. <laughs> I have not read these yet, but I've been waiting for them all to come out so I can sit down and, and, you know, take it all in and, and one, one 
big old gulp. So, oh, yeah, that's uh, so good. My first pick is a book that just came out. Um, well, as we're recording, it came out this week. So it'll have been out for a couple weeks by the time listeners are tuning in. And that is Spin by Lamar Giles. This is my first book that I've read by Giles. I've oh, read, wow. Yeah, I've read reviews of many of his books, so I know what they're about, but I haven't actually like sat down and read one, and I did, and now I'm like, oh, I have to go back and solve that problem of not having read the previous titles. Um, this is a standalone book. It doesn't have any romance in it. It's a mystery and thriller, and it's really awesome. The story follows two teen girls who were close with an up-and-coming DJ who was found dead. Uh, the girls are... One of them is DJ Parsik's best friend, but they were on the outs at the time that uh, DJ died. And then uh, the other girl is her biggest fan and promoter. So the best friend and the fan uh, don't really know each other very well. But through the course of the book, they team up and try to figure out who the real killer is. Um, Both of them are suspects. Both of them sometimes suspect each other, but both of them are innocent. So uh, the goal for them is to sort of find a way to work together and figure out uh, what really happened. I'm putting this one in here as our like non-Valentine's fan books because uh, if you don't like Valentine's Day, I would think a murder mystery would be a pretty good fit. Yeah. And yeah, and like I said, there's not a romance in this one, so. Um, Readers will be sucked in, and uh, it's really nice and twisty, too. I had no idea how it was going to play out in the end, which is pretty rare for me as a reader. Um, And that is Spin by Lamar Giles. Awesome. Yeah, I still need to read that. I love his books. Um, Let's see. My next one is uh, You're Welcome, Universe by Whitney Gardner. And I know I've talked this book to death, um, but... Uh, I feel like this one's a great anti-Valentine's Day pick uh, because of the way the relationships go. So uh, in this book, we meet a teen girl who gets kicked out of her school, uh, continues to pursue her love of street art, uh, and gets caught up in an epic battle with another street artist in her town. They just go back and forth spray painting on each other's works, and there are some great illustrations inside, um, all while juggling questions about her future and a guy that she has a crush on that does not deserve her. Uh, (laughs) And that is why it's a great Valentine's Day book because – I don't know, maybe she learns why he doesn't deserve her, and I'm not going to ruin it for you, but, uh, yeah. It, it's it's a good one. It's, uh, yeah, I guess I can't talk about it anymore without ruining the book. But, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> uh, it's really fun, YA contemporary, nice and, uh, nice and light, very, very funny. It has, like, my favorite line in, like, the history of recent YA books where she works as a fry cook, and she's like, uh, oh, no, I forget it now. She says something along the lines of, like, be the fries. You are the fries. I am the fries. And she has like like mantra while she's cooking <laughs> in the fast food restaurant. Uh, and it is just the best. Um, and that's Your Welcome Universe by Whitney Gardner. I love that one so much. It was so fun. Um, my next one is, I'm like, I, I put down all these books that I haven't really talked about. And then I put down a couple books that like I've talked about a million times. So I'm, I'm doing that whole, like, should I talk about one I haven't talked about or talk about one that I have? Uh, so let's, let's go with one that I haven't really talked about. And that is Always Forever Maybe by Anika Moreau's Reese. came out last summer. Um, it's a story about a girl named Betts. That's her nickname. Um, and the quick and fast relationship she falls into with this guy named Aiden. Um, everything seems like it's perfect at first, but then it becomes clear he's really manipulative and really possessive. Uh, it's, 
it's a book about emotional abuse that eventually does turn a bit physical. So anybody who might be triggered by uh, relationship abuse should proceed with caution on this one. Um, of course, now listeners are going, why would you put this as a Valentine's Day pick? Um, because at the heart of the story is Bet's relationship with her best friend, Joe. Um, throughout the story, we see Joe suddenly pulling herself away from Bet's. Um, and she's doing that because Bet's has been lying to her and has sort of been disappearing from Joe. And um, Joe is still. We see her wanting to help Bet. She knows that this relationship is not great. Uh, she knows Bet's making a mistake, and um, she wants to be there for her best friend, but also knows that stepping into it might not be the smartest move to make or necessarily help Bet's figure out why this relationship is bad. Uh, the relationship is just, it's really smart and really real. And um, there's also a really great relationship between Bet's and her parents in this book that is very, very teen and really real. Um, as I was reading this one, I was like, oh, the dialogue actually sounds like teens talking and not like adults trying to uh, sound like teens, you know, which sometimes you see in YA, but this one did not do that. And uh, yeah, I, I don't think enough people read it, and I hope more people pick this one up. It's Always Forever Maybe by Anika Rose Reese. Nice. And you know what? I went and looked up the quote from Whitney, so I'm going to say it. Yes. Uh, she says, uh, fries go in, fries come out. I am the siren calls, McDonald's. Smell the fries. You cannot resist. You want the fries. You need the fries. I hate the fries. I am the fries. Fries <laughs> go in, fries come out. <laughs> That's so good. Oh, man, I love it. <laughs> All right, so my next one is uh, The Walls Around Us by Nova Rensuma. Um kind of hard to talk about the plot of this one uh and the lack of romance without potentially ruining things i think um maybe <laughs> it's it's a multi-pov novel about a uh, teen in jail a teen who's on the outside uh and a girl who links them both together um it's simultaneously the story of like a really toxic complicated friendship uh and an eerie ghostly mystery that's uh it's really unlike anything else that is that is out there um i loved when this book was getting pitched around you know like two three years ago at this point um because I remember they were calling it, like, Orange is the New Black Swan, which mm -hmm. was, like, so perfect. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. it, it might involve ballet and revenge and jail, uh, and it's just wonderful. Um, I actually think Nova's other book, Imaginary Girls, doesn't have any romantic subplots in it. I haven't mm -mm. read it in a long time. But, uh, yeah, if you want to read uh, two very lyrical, beautiful books, uh, I would pick up The Walls Around Us. Uh, and Imaginary Girls by Nova and Sumo. Both of them are really great. I think, if I'm remembering correctly, none of Nova's books have romance in them. Oh, wow. So, you know, that's another author that you could pick up a stack of them and, and enjoy yourself like a very, you know, non-romantic Valentine's Day. My next pick is Odd One Out by Nick Stone, which... Uh, Plays with the idea of friendship and romance. It features three teens of color who identify uh, in three different sexualities, maybe more. Um, it's about what identity means and how sexual identity is a fluid thing and sometimes hard to define. The story follows Coop and Jupiter, who are best friends, and they've always felt something a little bit more than friendship between them. 
so when a new friend joins them and they become a trio, trio of friends, uh, things become more challenging since the dynamics are changing. Jupiter finds herself falling for Ray. Ray starts falling for Coop. And Coop doesn't know exactly what he wants, except he wants to try to stop falling for Jupiter. Um, she, some of his friends believe, holds him back from going headfirst into other relationships. So he's sort of in this weird space of figuring out, does he pursue her or does he let it go and pursue other romantic interests? Um, I feel like Stone has a real knack for writing teens who sound like teens. And this is another one of those books where, as I was reading it, the dialogue was just great and honest. And I feel like the struggles all three of the teens have in finding the language to identify what they're feeling, are it, it's really real. Um, a little thing in this book that I really liked, and I want to dig into at some point, all the chapters have titles, and they're really clever chapter titles, which I just love. I love when um, it's not just chapter one, but it's chapter one, you know, something, something, something. Chapter two, something, something. And Nick Stone does that in in Odd One Out. So oh, nice. That's what, um, like in American Road Trip with Patrick, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, Scott, that, that book did that too. I like that. Yeah, it's just a little little thing um, that I know has to be hard to do, um, but a little thing like for, it's a little reader gift, I guess, is the best way to put it. Um, and that is Odd One Out by Nick Stone. All right, and my last one is uh, Just Visiting by Dahlia Adler. Um, I know there's some romance in this one. There's like a boy that likes Battlestar Galactica, and maybe that's why I like it so much. Um, <laughs> but at its heart, this is like a really great friendship story. I think it's maybe my favorite YA friendship novel uh, about two girls who are just scoping out colleges together uh, while working out things that you know hurt them in the past and trying to figure out where their friendship's going to go in the future. Um, yeah, and it's just lovely and charming and very underrated. And that is uh, Just Visiting by Dahlia Adler. And I will do something on friendship for my last one, maybe uh, similar in Best Friendship and then also differing in that it is about the ending of a friendship. Uh-huh. And that is mm, uh, Wildlife by Fiona Wood. So this is part of a duology. The other book is called Six Impossible Things. You don't have to read them in any order. You don't have to read them both. They have they feature crossover characters. So if you read them both, you get a little bit more of the characters. But plot-wise, you don't miss anything reading one over the other. Um, so in Wildlife, Sib... Uh, begins this wilderness term with her classmates. It's set in Australia, and they go um, go out into the wilderness for a semester. And um, when she goes, she's still best friends with Holly, and she's on the brink of a relationship with a boy named Ben, who she kissed at a party. So Sib's gotten a lot of attention lately because her face has been plastered on a billboard. Uh, it was for a little modeling gig she did, and uh, she did it on the suggestion of her aunt. So this little stint with fame suddenly changed how her classmates and her best friend Holly saw her and interacted with her, even if Sib herself hasn't changed. So Lou, we have the second female main character. Lou uh, is a new girl, and she has been tossed into this wilderness term without any immersion with any of the students beforehand. So she's not only new, but she's then been thrown into this wilderness term, which is like 
terrifying. Like, I can't think of anything scarier than being new and then also being thrown in the wilderness. Uh, <laughs> right? Yeah. So she's grieving, and she's been really sort of private about what she's feeling. She doesn't want to open up, and even when she's sort of pushed to open up, she won't, until she does with this boy named Michael. Um so as we see her relationship with Michael begin, she also then begins to forge a relationship with Sib, and it's Lou and her relationship with Sib that helps Sib realize how much people like Holly are energy drains and aren't worth uh, maintaining friendship with. And so the book is about the forging of a new friend- friendship between Sib and Holly, or sorry, Sib and Lou, and about how Sib then finds the strength and courage to end her toxic relationship with Holly. And uh, it's just a, it's a really quiet YA story about uh, sort of figuring out who you are and acting and reacting for yourself rather than sort of feeling like you always have to model a certain way for people, which, you know, fitting for somebody like Sib who has been a model because somebody suggested she should do it. Um, and that is Wildlife by Fiona Wood. Well, these are some great picks. Um, so let's jump into our uh, second sponsor before we uh, dig into the rest of everything. And uh, our next sponsor is The Deceivers by Kristen Simmons, which is on sale from Tortine on February 5th, uh, 2019. And that has that really great cover, doesn't it? With like the multicolored, it's like the red mm-hmm. and the orange, the silhouettes. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, let me get into it. Uh, welcome to Vale Hall, the school for cons- aspiring con artists. When Bryn Hilder is recruited to Vale, it seems like the elite academy is her chance to start over uh, away from her rundown neighborhood. She soon learns that Vale didn't choose her for her scholaristic talents, but for her experience conning rich kids out of their allowances. At first, Bryn jumps at the chance to help the school rid the city of corrupt officials. That's before she meets her mark, a senator's son. And before she discovers the school's headmaster has secrets he'll stop at nothing to protect. Pretty Little Liars meets Ocean's 8 in this fun, twisty contemporary thriller about a school for con artists. Simmons is a beloved author in the YA community with an active fan base and is known for tackling social issues such as poverty and equality. Simmons gained fame for her dystopian YA, and this is her first entry into contemporary YA thriller. You can visit torteen.com to learn more and for more great reads. That sounds fun. Yeah. Speaking of cons, silence. Cons? What is going on? (laughs) I know, nothing. I tried to make a segue, and I was like, is Eric going to pick up the rest of this? And then it was just silence, and so I hope all the listeners are going, where are they going with this? The answer is nowhere. We're going nowhere with this. Oh, man. Well, we want to jump back into Valentine's Day stuff again, kind of, right? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, so... um. You know, there, there are a couple book writers uh, who are dear friends of ours that celebrate Galentine's Day every year. Uh, and I thought it might be fun to talk about YA Rex for friends that, uh, that do that. We have a couple of favorites um, and picks for, you know, the individual gal in your uh, Galentine's Day life. Should we explain what Galentine's Day is for anybody who might not know? Sure. I want you to do it. So it's a substitution for Valentine's Day where you simply celebrate friendships with your gals. From what I recall, it was from Parks and Recreation, I think, Mm -hmm. but probably existed before then. But uh, yeah, Leslie Nope gathers her gals together and they, they just celebrate one another and it's lovely. 
It really is. I, I love the idea of Valentine's Day. Um, I'm a big Valentine's Day fan, uh, in part because I think that there's value in just celebrating like love and relationships yeah. in a broad sense. But I totally see why people don't like it or feel it's um, a tough, tough celebration. Uh, I feel like Valentine's Day sort of evens it out, you know? Um, you get to celebrate cool ladies in your life. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I'm thinking of for a pick now that I didn't write down, and now I don't know the name of it. It, it. There's a YA novel, contemporary novel that has like three waffles on the cover, and they're like in, oh, they're like heart yeah. shapes. So I don't know. In honor of Leslie Nope, uh, someone go find out what book that is. <laughs> Why don't you talk about your first pick, and I'm going to look up this book because I know exactly what you're talking about. Excellent. All right, so my first pick for Valentine's Day is uh, for that gal friend of yours who wants an audiobook and also digs true crime. Uh, I feel like people who like audiobooks and also like true crime podcasts, there's like a Venn diagram someplace, and right in the middle of it is Sadie by Courtney Summers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, It's a fantastic book for uh, readers who love both of that. And the audiobook, it just won some award, didn't it? Didn't it win like an award? It won the Odyssey Award, which is the best audiobook of the year for um, youth literature. So that's a big deal. Yeah, so for that gal in your life that likes all of that, um, or maybe is a big fan of my per- what is it, my perfect murder, that 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 podcast with the two ladies that talk about murder. Oh, I think that's what it's called. My favorite murder. My favorite murder. Yes. Uh, yeah, maybe pick them up. Uh, Sadie by Courtney Summers on audiobook. Hmm. So the book you were thinking of, Eric, was Tell Me Three Things by Julie Buxbaum. Yes, with the waffles on the cover. I'm Mm -hmm. not really even sure what that book's about, but I just remember the waffles. (laughs) (laughs) It's a New York Times bestseller. And the tagline is, what if the person you need the most is someone you've never met? Oh, okay. Hmm. Um, so my first pick is for a gal who likes scary stories. I, I'm really on scary stories right now, if that weren't clear. Um, A Room Away from the Wolves by Nova Rensuma, since we've been talking about her and her books. Um, this one is, is a short little book, and it's about mm, ghosts and family and female relationships, and it's set in New York City in a boarding house. And uh, it's one of those books that as soon as you get to the end, in, in typical Nova Rensuma fashion, it's it's very, very subtle. You get to the end and you're like, what just happened? And you go back to the beginning and have to start again. Um, yeah, it's sounds perfectly about right. creepy. Yeah, it's perfectly creepy. And um, in that kind of way, that's just more spine tingling than, I guess, grotesque is the best way to put it. Um, and that is A Room Away from the Wolves by Nova Rensuma. Nice. My next pick is for uh, your girlfriend who wants a snuggly YA movie night. Uh, maybe you can give them a copy of Dumplin' by Julie Murphy, uh, and then share your Netflix password so they can watch the perfect mood of movie of immediately after. Um, or maybe Jenny Hans to all the boys I've loved before. Uh, I feel like we're in this like golden age of YA movies right now. Um, so either one of those would be perfect. Um, or maybe Simon vs. the Homo Sapiens Agenda, because then you can watch Love, Simon. Ugh. There's so many nice things you could gift. Uh, so either a Netflix password and a book, um, or maybe send them uh, Love, Simon over iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
one of my picks was for um, a gal who wants to be more socially just or active in their community. Ooh. And um, I, I put a, a book down. I put two books down. And then I also put a movie down. So, um, obviously, you would sit down with your friend and watch The Hate You Give. You watch the adaptation yeah. of it. Because um, it's so great. So... Maybe what you do is one weekend you watch the rom-coms, the next weekend you watch The Hate You Give, and uh, you're just, like, fired up to to get things done. Um, so in addition to, to watching that, I would gift them This Land is Our Land, A History of American Immigration by Linda Barrett Osborne, which is a nonfiction book that came out three or four years ago, and it's an exploration of immigration to the United States and looks at the history of immigration uh, from all around the world. And there's the thing that really stood out to me in this book and that I uh, is the reason I keep coming back to it is there is a whole chapter on um, refugees and asylum seekers, which has been a huge, huge, huge cultural uh, discussion point. In the last year or so. And, um, you know, it's one of those chapters that I wish our politicians would read and understand. Like, people who are seeking asylum are welcome here. And that's been written into the Constitution. Um, It's one of those books that is, um, it's a little bit of a bigger trim size. So most readers are probably used to, like, the, the regular hardcover size, the regular paperback size. This is a little bit bigger. Um... And it's shorter, but lots of pictures and documents and stuff in it. So it's really cool to read and then refer back to, um, just to sort of bone up your knowledge of what immigration in the United States started like and where it stands now. Um, And then I would also gift this gal. She's getting a big package from me. Um, She (laughs) would get a coupon for a pre-order of Shout by Lori House Anderson, which is like the Me Too manifesto for YA readers. Very nice. Um, let's see. My next one uh, is for your gal who lives for nostalgia. Uh, so, Kelly, I don't know if you saw, but the Backstreet Boys have a new album out. Um, it's true. What? It's true. This is something I know, and we don't have to dig into why. No, 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 no. <laughs> why do you know this? Because I may have uh, listened to it on Amazon Music. It popped up. How was it? How was it? It's good. You know, it's fun. Um, not great. But, you know, it's okay. I got the little alert on my phone because I have, like, an Amazon Music alert. And it was like, ping! You know, Backstreet Boys are back, basically. They should have said Backstreet's back, but they didn't. I was very disappointed. <laughs> Who is your favorite Backstreet Boy? I know that this is off topic, but I need to know. I don't, I don't know if I have one. I don't think I do. I just, you know, was ex- interested in seeing what new music they had. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but if your girlfriend is a fan of feeling nostalgic and perhaps knows the songs that new Backstreet Boys album as well as I don't know, maybe I do, uh, pick them up, <laughs> Katie Katungo's Fireworks, uh, which digs into boy bands uh, and music and 90s life. <laughs> Sorry, I just need to like sit with this for, <laughs> for a second. I love it so much. I love it so much. The album is called DNA. <laughs> wow. Wow. How do I follow that up? (laughs) Um, I think my next pick will be for the gal who wants an adult book that feels like a YA book, uh, which is something we still need to, we'll do a show on adult books for YA readers at some point. But um, I have a lot of gal pals who love 
adult literature, but don't necessarily want to take the dive into YA. So let's compromise here. Um, I would offer up Signal to Noise by Silvia Moreno-Garcia, which is about um, best friends in Mexico City and magic and music and about nostalgia and just this really fabulous book about friendship that might be more than friendship or it might not and a lot of bonding over music. Um, I would also gift them the essay collection, You Don't Have to Like Me, by Alita Nugent, which is a collection of feminist essays, and it's very, very funny. Uh, Alita is the frenemy. She used to blog a lot more than she does now, so um, your gal pal might be familiar with some of her internet writing. Um, And I want to call it, like, bad feminist light, but that feels demeaning to it. I think... A better way to describe it would be is if your gal pal liked Bad Feminist, they would like this as well. Um, So those two recommendations were Signal to Noise by Silvia Moreno-Garcia and You Don't Have to Like Me by Alita Nugent. Nice. Let's see. Who do I have next? Um... Oh, and for your gal who loves classic literature, um, there are a lot of YA novels that pull from the classics, um, but two favorites of mine are uh, Great by Sarah Benacasa uh, and Pride by E.B. Zaboy. Um, they're both inspired by The Great Gatsby and Pride and Prejudice. They're retellings that are just brilliant and uh, a lot of fun. Hmm. My next one is for my actual BFF. She is... Um, currently in Cuba. This is her third trip there. And so I had, I had like big news I wanted to share with her this week. And it's been weird not being able to call or text her to be like, hey, uh, I've got something to tell you because she's, you know, gallivanting around Cuba, um, which is like the weirdest sentence to say, mm-hmm. but uh, is also the truth. Um, I would gift her first. She'll, uh, she's really getting a Valentine's Day gift from me. Um, and since she doesn't listen to the show, I don't think that's, I can, I can say it. Um, uh, she's going to get a copy of don't call me crazy. My book. Cause she hasn't, um, received it from me yet, even though I promised it six months ago. <laughs> her name is in the acknowledgement. So I want to like take the time to like heart it and write in it. You know, uh, I just haven't yet. And she'll also get a copy of A Heart and a Body in the World by Deb Coletti, which was just a Prince honor book. Um, it's a beautiful story about a girl who has endured a tragedy in her life. And the way that she chooses to work through it is by running from where she lives outside Seattle all the way to Washington, D.C. Uh, she's a runner, but not in that capacity Mm -hmm. and um as she runs she meets all kinds of people along the way and it's by meeting all these people across the country that she's able to work through her grief and her experiences Uh, it's really moving and touching and uh, one of those books that when i think about it like my heart gets a little bit fuller um and then also this is another one of those um adult books that YA readers would love, but I'll also send her a copy of Nicole Chung's All You Can Ever Know, yes. which is just a wonderful story about um, transracial adoption, about what it's like to be uh, unlike anybody else in your community and in your own family. All right. Well, those are great. And I think that I think that might be it. Do you have any more that you want to dish? Oh, I think, I think we covered it. The only other one... Um, if you wanted to like this, if you and your gal pal wanted to have a book club together, 
I would recommend uh, get both of you a copy of Watch Us Rise by Renee Watson and Ellen Hagen, which is about two girls who start a feminist club in their high school and uh, what that looks like, how it plays out, and how those girls come to blows when uh, intersectionality becomes a challenge for one of them. Um, It comes out day before Valentine's Day, two days before Valentine's Day, so you have enough time to grab it, give it to your gal pal, and then have a book club. Nice. Yeah. Eric, what are you getting um, your favorite reader in your life for Valentine's Day or Galentine's Day? Oh, man. Um, <sighs> I feel like all the books I, I tend to gift the most are always the most devastating books. <laughs> uh, so I'm trying to think of, like, happy ones that I would like to give away to people. You know, I'd probably give them a, you know, a new Lauren Morrill book or, you know, Stephanie Perkins book, something that feels like a hug. Um, that would be my go-to. What would be your devastating pick? Oh, man. Well, I, I give, like, everybody, like, I think I've given, like, Aisha Saeed's um, book to everyone. I buy that, I rebuy that book all the time, <laughs> Written in the Stars. Um, what else do I give away all the time? I give that book away a lot. Um, I give away Point to people all the oh, time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's not, that's not a happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think on that note, our show is over before we start devolving into like, yeah, probably <laughs> into our dark psyches a little bit more. Um, <laughs> thanks y'all for tuning in again this week. If you have any feedback about the show, leave it on Apple podcasts. That lets us know how we're doing and it helps more people find us. Thanks again to today's sponsors for helping make the show possible. You can follow me, Kelly Jensen on Twitter and on Instagram as Veronica Kelly Mars. And you can follow Eric Smith on Twitter and on Instagram as Eric Smith rocks. And we will talk to you again in two weeks. Bye.